On this episode of the Gnostic Deluge, we're covering the 7th and 8th chapters of the Kabbalion, and we'll be talking about the principle of correspondence. This one goes a little off the rails, and sometimes it might even seem like we don't know quite what we're talking about, but stick with us and you'll surely learn something. Enjoy! Have you paid your dues? You have. Here you go, Brandon. Hey, thanks. Starting off with some going to the mountains of dew. Obviously, there's a pandemic going on, and so it's harder to get into certain stores, or it's more painful to go to certain stores, right? Yeah. That was my guess to why usually we have a... We have like a good supply of ginger, you know, either a ginger beer. Oh, I or have. Some... I know. I do. I do have some ginger beer. Oh. I just didn't have anything special. That's why oh. I was like, "Oh, bring something. Bring your own." Okay. Well, B Y O B. My excuse. B O B O Y G B. Bring your own ginger beer. My excuse is that then, like, I haven't gone like, like if you just if I you know I haven't gone to find any kind of cool, you know, drinks. Because it's more painful to do that right now. You could die. But anyway. Yeah. You could die. But you know what? I'm willing to... That's that's a chance I'm willing to take for a good ginger beer, Brandon. Yeah. So, in these, in these troubled times, mm. what better comfort is there than just having a nice ginger beer kind of burning at the... Ooh, down yeah. Down your throat. <laughs> and then serious... settle in your stomach and make it feel good. I mean, that's actually, anyway, but okay. So welcome to the Gnostic Deluge. Yeah. We're back and it's been, it's been one, it's been three weeks. Yeah. We, uh, what was it? I was just like, yeah, what um, I think last weekend. Anyway, I whatever. think it ended up being, a, I just think we just both like weren't ready. agreed to like go one more week. Yeah. We're just like, ah, I just wasn't feeling the vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You know, it's July right now, and it's hot. Yeah, I just and had, hadn't had enough time to really wrap my mind around this one. Because we were talking about this one was especially the correspondence. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's just get into this. The quick background is last week, we or not the background, but just to be on the right track. Last, last uh, recording we did, we discussed the divine paradox. Mm-hmm. And that was a good... That was a good uh, chapter. Yeah. Like, I like the... I, I, I've been still thinking a lot about that. Like, um, it, it's like... it's That that logic has made its way into my daily... My daily logic. You know? I've... Like, I have... Like, I'm not jumping off any buildings or anything. Because now I understand that this is... Even though... I, I, even though that this is all in a, in, in a mental thing... Mm-hmm. And it's all like in some and at one level kind of an illusion. Yeah, it's very real to me. Well, I ran out after that episode and bought a new pair of shoes. Did you? I got a new paradox. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> no, but were they made? In, were they made in the UK or they were they? Uh, well, they don't make them in the UK yeah, anymore. My, now they're made. They're made in China or <laughs> wherever they're made. You know. Anyway, but a paradox, dude. I've I've been living a par- in a paradox for so long. 
But anyway, um, no, it's true though, because it, it it is a lot to think about, because you're just like, you know, you have the you're like you got the ultimate goal or whatever, and then but then you're like, well, but this is reality too. So yeah, yeah, you, that's it. So you have to live with that and try to figure out how to negotiate your way through it. I guess but, you have to have respect for what's. For what's real, even if even if you understand there's a higher way to look at it. Yeah. So that was a good chapter. Mm-hmm. And so today, I think what Mark was getting ready to say, and I cut him off, is we're going to do the... Well, we kind of skipped... We skipped the all in all. Mm-hmm. The all in the all. Yeah, because it's more about... I think we... But we'll be we'll be we'll be referring to things probably that that talks... That, that, that mentions. Because I know there's a few things that are in that chapter that help you a little bit understand... The, the, the law of correspondence because yeah actually because the 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 chapter is titled the what is it the uh planes of correspondence yeah so all of a sudden you're like wait so th- they they say they're going to talk about the principle of correspondence and they don't but they don't so much address it in this chapter and they yeah. had addressed it some a tiny bit in the other chapter, so to a certain degree. Hopefully, this makes sense. Anyway, we're we're all like talking about how this. Yeah, we're <laughs> forget that part. We'll go on. Move, move, yeah. we'll move on. But if you want to make sure that you get the introduction, the 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 introduction men talks about the law of correspondence a little bit better than the law this chapter does. Well, and you know, uh, well, if remember the little. The little thing that we talk um, summary that they gave the initial ones; those are really good. Mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, I just I'll just read really quick because yeah, yeah. this this is what we're going to be supposed to be talking about. Uh, it says there is always a correspondence between the laws and phenomenon of the various planes of being and life. Okay, um, uh, grasping this principle gives one the means of solving many a dark paradox and a hidden secret of nature. Um, and it, uh, the principle is of universal application and manifestation and the various planes of the material, mental, and spiritual universe. And then a knowledge of the principle of correspondence. This is kind of... Okay, so a, no, a knowledge of the principle of correspondence enables man to reason intelligently from the known to the unknown, studying the monad, he understands the archangel. Brandon said that a few times. Yeah, I love that. So that's that. That's basic. The basic. The what the principle is. You know, in a super, in a summary. Um. So just try thinking about that as we're going over this. I guess I don't know. What's the What's the uh, the saying from the Kabbalion. As, as above, so below. As below, so above. That's, that's the... Right. Uh, probably the most famous... That's probably the most famous hermetic maxim. And from what I remember reading about the Kabbalion, out of all the... Out of, you know, the Kabbalion, uh, the... It... It insists that it's based on an original record, yeah. right? But out of all the things that we have historically that we have through like ancient texts, mm-hmm. this as above, so below is one of the only things that 
that uh, scholars can say, yeah, well, that is something that we, we've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. Because no. actually I have a thing. Uh, if you've heard of the Emerald Tablets. Yeah. Or Emerald Tablet. Emerald Tablet. Not yeah. Tablets. Okay. Because real quick. Uh, the, well, the Emerald Tablet is the orig- is one was one tablet um, supposed, supposedly written by Thoth. Yeah. You know, or tethu or whatever the heck anyway um but and then somebody else put the 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 in the 1930s this is uh, from my understanding he there was that one tablet and then this guy through divine revelation kind of thing or through i don't it's like where you spirit right or whatever received the rest of those so really if if you see the Emerald Tablets book and it has like there's a bunch of other ones, mm-hmm. that's that's that was the later stuff was written later and not the, not to say that not to dismiss that other stuff you know but I'm just saying but there was an original tablet and that other the yeah, other it's not parts are exactly I didn't, yeah I don't think so, I realized that no neither did I until I because I was like I was all looking to I was like oh the Emerald Tablets you know and stuff and looking into it and all of a sudden there was one version where it was just a bunch of translations of the same one mm-hmm. you know and i was like why would you want that and then I, and then i found out oh well the 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 rest of the tablets you know yeah are were were revealed later or whatever you know were well, manifest the, the actual later. the original um Mm. the emerald tablet is it's fairly short i believe right yeah 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 it's only um uh like a, a good paragraph long yeah actually uh sir isaac newton translated his own made his own translation of it and stuff it was one that a lot of the renaissance people and they can they can get it as far back as uh like you know into the early or the late hundreds you know, like uh, within Arabia and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the Arabians. Yeah. And they were, anyway, but... Uh, Thank you to that culture for... Yeah, for preserving all this stuff. Yeah. You know what, that's the thing is that people look at at the at Muslim culture and stuff. There was so much that was preserved and, you know, you people think of it nowadays and they're like, oh, they're so rigid and blah. But it's like, dude, these guys oh, yeah, man. actually, most of a lot of what we know with Aristotle and... And all these different people, yeah, they came, was actually preserved through them because and there's mystic, because uh, other forms, yeah, exactly. They have a their mystical branch, which would be interesting to some. I I don't know what it is, but you know, they, there's mystic. Uh, what would it be called? Islam, I guess. Yeah, I think I Islamic I don't want to be I don't want to yeah. There there's some kind of like Islamic that. mysticism. I don't, I don't know exactly what that entails, but I'm just saying that they preserved a lot of stuff, just like. You know, a lot of the Christian monks, you know, even though the church as a whole may have been intolerant of other things, the the monks preserved a lot of things, too, secretly, you know. Correct, correct. Yeah. Anyway, it's just an interesting, but I That was a I'm bonus history. That, we so. gave you a little bonus history. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so don't, don't, oh, you can't always just throw all, all religions under the bus kind of thing, you know, sometimes... You don't realize that they actually contributed to oh. uh, a lot of stuff. So don't don't always judge a 
something by what you read or, you know, what you've been told by people. So anyway. If you don't have time to listen to the rest of this podcast, that was the moral of the story right there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> How does that correspond to the law of correspondence or the principle? Anyway. Okay. So, oh, I was. Okay. So anyway, to make a long story short, the 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 as above, so below kind of comes from mm. the Emerald Tablet. Yes, right. And I, I, I just wrote uh, a translation uh, of one. I, I translated myself. No, this is one by Ruba. Okay. Uh, his his uh, transliteration or whatever. It says, that which is above is like unto that which is below, and that which is below is like unto that which, or that, yeah, and that which is below is like unto that which is above in order to perform the miracles of the one. Okay, and then, as all things were from one, by meditation of the one, thus all things are born from the one, by adaptation. So, it kind of, I thought that was a little more, because you're like, as above, so blows. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like, well, what does that even mean? But it's like, it goes on and says, well, because all things came from the one. What is it? from the one and thus are related, you know, kind of to explain it a little more that go on a little, a little step further. Yeah. No, I, I got, I get that. It, the more you think about it, you know, especially, and there's a part of this, I'm, I'll, I'll get to that part later, I think, but there was not one. I will, I'll just say it right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually hey, we, we skipped it actually. There's, oh. um, Oops. In the the chapter before this, in the all in the all, mm-hmm. one of the one of the key concepts that I took from that was, and I really appreciated it because it helped it helped me understand the the this planes of correspondence a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is the the idea is not you know not only is everything in the all right, so not everything not only is everything oh, in the all. Yeah. But the all is in everything. Yeah. And oh, yeah. When yeah, you yeah. say the all in the all and the all is in the all, it's confusing. Yeah, it's like, well, but that's a common saying, too. That's one of the things they point out. Because if you ever go to, uh, like, a Christian church, yeah, yeah it's you know, yeah. especially, um, you know, they'll sing about the all in all, and you're like, what? You know, because I wasn't really raised in that. But, correct, correct. Neither but, uh, um. So it's a common thing, but what exactly that means is is an interest is interesting. And like you said, it's not only that the wait, what, how did you say it? So I'm just I'm replacing the all with everything. So not only is everything in the all. Yeah, which is okay. So you take it, you're like, okay, all the creation is in the mind of the all, yeah. right? Okay. Let's just break it down one more level. Not oh, only wait, is everything make... not only is everything inside the mind of God. Yeah. But God, or the mind of God at least, is inside of everything. Yeah. And, but and that is a paradox in itself, right? Yeah, you're like, well, how's that? Okay, well, let's you want to go down this road? Yeah, so you want to open up this this and the, this the, paradox? The, the, the way what size to you wear? Ex- Twelve, <laughs> All right. but in in UK size, I wear forty five. I think I think it's forty five. Forty five or forty six. Forty six. Well, and it depends. Okay. But. 
anyways, um, so the way to the way that I've always understood that is I, a couple years ago I used to give this other way to explain it, but now this book actually has a better way. I used to think about a carpenter, mm-hmm. and and if you were a carpenter and you're you're like building chairs and tables and stuff, right? You're crafting them. You're putting your time into it. To a certain degree, your signature would be in your creations. Like a a an a someone who is really like really proficient at 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 a um reviewing and inspecting woodwork yeah would be able to go oh, oh I, this was oh, made by Brandon yeah like the way the joint yeah fits together you know like a correct like. Ethan Allen had a certain way that he would, or whatever, Correct. you know, but, you know, yeah. famous. So someone who actually spent, somebody who was really yeah, they would perceptive know and spent a lot of or time. Or even how they made their own nails, you know, that, oh, this is the process that. And so they would be, okay. so there's like a signature in all the things that I create. If I, was, well, if I was a carpenter, there'd be a signature in all the things I create, right? Yeah. And I think that's how I used to understand it. Mm-hmm. In the Kybalian and the chapter of the all in the all. Well, it here. uses artists yeah, as let an me, example. Let go, me, let go me walk it. you through it. Go for it. I came up with... I, I wrote this down because I was like, oh, this is actually... Mark has rewritten the whole Kybalian almost. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I I made it from... We were talking about how this is like a 90 or 80 page book. But we're, you know, and it's four hours reading, you know, maybe if you, an audio book, you know, listen yeah. to it straight through. But we're making it a 50-hour podcast. <laughs> anyway, okay. So the idea that they use, correspondence, and basically it's like if – okay, so the law, the idea of correspondence is that if you can do something a certain way, like say – like they use an author forms an idea of a character. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, the image is in the author's mind. Kind of, you know, yep. so kind of, yet the author is imminent or abiding in it, like you were saying. It's in his mind, but the he is eminent in it. Okay, if that makes sense. So the entire virtue, life, spirit of reality is made in the author's mind of whatever this character is. So I used Garfield. Right? Okay. Okay. Garfield is Jim Davies' creation. Okay. I Jim forgot Davis. I forgot who it was, but yeah. Yeah. Is it Jim Davis? Is that yeah. his name? Okay. So Jim Dave or Garfield was created in in Jim Davis's mind, yet a part of Jim Davis exists in Garfield, right? Yeah. That is giving the character his vitality, spirit, action, like Garfield hates Mondays. Loves mm. lasagna. That's right. Oh, hates I, Odie. I forgot that. You know, like he has these different characteristics, but you know. But Jim so. Davis is in Odie too, right? That's right. And he's in. What's this guy's name? John. John. Yeah, he's in John and that the girl cat. I can't remember the that gray cat. I can't. Yeah. Anyway, but so who is Garfield? Right. So uh, is he his own reality? Because on the cartoon, on the comic page or whatever, you're reading it and he's his own, you know, we're mad. You were actually given personality, any, even us. So is he his own reality or is he Jim Davis, J- Davies reality? Okay. Okay. 
Hopefully this doesn't get to you. Yeah. I mean, does maybe maybe Garfield loves lasagna. Maybe Jim Davis hates lasagna. You know what I'm saying? So are they the same person? No. Okay. So the, this is kind of where the law of paradox, because this is the paradox. Ooh, is Garfield his own person or his own cat? Or is he Jim Davis's cat? I don't know if that... But Garfield is Garfield, and yet he's Davey. Davis, Jim Davis. No, that's I. I see that's that makes sense. So Garfield may be said to be Davis, yet Davis is not identical to Garfield. Okay, so there's that. There's that. There's you're kind of like what? And Garfield may say that the spirit. This is what he says. He, <laughs> I couldn't think uh, that uh, Garfield may say the spirit of my creator is inherent within me. Yet I am not Jim Davis. No. And but Garfield cannot say I am Jim Davis. Now let's go one more can you have more to say on that? I want to get further now. Wait, are we are we still okay? Okay, so Garfield <laughs> is not Jim Davis is not Garfield. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is can Garfield ever truly see and become aware of face-to-face as one man talks to another, Jim Davis? I don't know. You may take me too far, Brandon. Yeah, I might take him too far. But the Whoa. thing is, like... He's a comic, Brandon. Here's the other question. Can, this... can Garfield... <laughs> can Jim Davis create a rock... So big that Garfield so big can't lift it. That Garfield can't lift it. Yes, he can. But can he now? But can, can Garfield he, can, can create Jim, a rock so big? <laughs> or can can, can Jim, Jim Davis create a lasagna so big that Garfield can't eat it? And can't or can Jim Davis create a Monday so good that Garfield will enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hate Mondays, man. Freaking Garfield. Classic. Yeah, classic. Thanks for bringing that up. I haven't seen Garfield in a long time. Or... Yeah, that crazy orange cat. Yeah. Like, that was... Remember Heathcliff? Heathcliff. It was Heathcliff and Garfield. Yeah, Garfield I mean, was, like, more timeless. Well, but Heathcliff was before Garfield. Was he? He's like... So, he, that's... He's like the, the Cro-Magnum man. So, that's the question now is... How much of Garfield? How much is Heathcliff much in Heathcliff? Garfield? Dude, this is like deep. Anyway, so so the that's just a, an illustration of of kind of this uh, correspondence. Like you take you take something how you've understand it, and you're like you try to make it put it into a bigger perspective, and then it you know hopefully you know can can. Enla- widen your mind in the way you think about things i guess yeah and there's a lot there's many different levels to take it and to apply it or do you want to close that to be useful looking over there to be for for it to be useful right yeah this is the law of correspondence is useful let's let's get into the planes of it okay well so anyway but the idea is if this is true if that whole thing with our own little finite mind you know the little is is you know that we can see how deep this can go. How much more profound is it with an infinite mind, like the mind of God? So 
hopefully that lays some groundwork for a little bit of the uh, principle of correspondence. I think it does. Yeah, it does. We did a good job there. Freaking Garfield. Thank you. And thank you, Jim Davis. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Well, uh, the first thing I have written is that truth is truth because all in the universe emanates from the same source, the all. Because of this, the same laws, principles, and characteristics apply to each unit on the various planes. No matter what. And the various areas of, of the universe, same laws, principles, and characteristics. They're, they're united throughout the universe. I mean, you might have different gravity and stuff, but all of that stuff is... Yeah. You so know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to think I have of a it certain, with my finite mind. I have a, I have a certain way to, ex, to explain this, too. Good. Okay. Good. But it takes a little bit, so... Uh-oh, is this... What are we going no, no, for no, now? No, it's... Marmaduke? No. <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes. No. Oh, dude, Calvin and Hobbes will get to the will get us to the deepest understanding. No, this is actually going more of the Dilbert way. So anyways, so Dilbert. This has to do with the way computers work. Okay? Mm. Mhm. Right? And I think it applies well. Because I'm not good because our existence actually from what i can observe doesn't doesn't differ too much from the way computers work you've been reading too much of that guy uh what's that one the how to make a human mind oh right ray kurzweil yeah so anyways i need to get that uh, anyway yeah, uh so going. here's how so in the computer in in, in computers in software computers are, computers just receive instructions right just ones and zeros mm-hmm there's no such as far as I understand. They have no correct. There's no way for a computer to create a random number because random doesn't actually exist. Not only does random not exist in our reality, but random doesn't act, it can't exist in computers either. There's no way to make a random number. Okay, so in order for a computer, so you're, if you're playing a computer game mm-hmm. or using a computer software, and something happens, like if you shuffle a deck of cards in a computer game. Or if you roll a dice on like, like a casino software, yeah, you would like to think that it's random, but it's yeah. not. It's not random because computers can't create random things. They just so what they do is hmm. you have to use something called a seed. Okay. And usually, computer software, from what from what I can tell, when I write software, I'm a I'm a software engineer, right? When I write software, the best kind of seeds to use. And most programming languages... When he created the Apple iOS system. Yeah. <laughs> most software uses like a time, like a nanosecond or like a time snippet, right? So it takes like... So any what a, what a computer will do, if, it's, if, if a computer is going to roll uh, a pair of a virtual dice, the software will take a note... A paradise. A paradise, yeah. Paradox. Yeah, exactly. Paradise. Anyway. Anyways, um... Sorry, I'm, I'm, Mark. I'm you're... interrupting. I was doing this to my wife this morning too. Really? Just... <laughs> so I'll, I'll just stop. So the computer will take like this very, like these nanoseconds from January first, uh, nineteen seventy, and it'll, and the amount of nanoseconds or microseconds or actually milliseconds from that, actually it's in that. Okay, anyways, it'll take this, this, this uh, long, you know, like fifteen twenty character number, right? That's rotating right every nanosecond i mean we've already gone through like ten thousand nanoseconds in the last second right okay okay so nanoseconds are are like rotating very quickly so it's a great 
it's a great um way to use like a something unique so generate you, randomness or yes. supposed randomness so exactly it's called pseudo randomness so anyways what will happen is the computer takes note or the software takes note of this creates a seed which is some like crazy long like bunch of characters mm-hmm. you know a b zero three you know it's a long seed and it will use that seed to to fake randomness right but so you roll a pair of dice virtually in the game mm-hmm. and because of what because of the math with that seed and then other functionality on and the program it, it rolls like a six and a four on the two dice yeah and when you roll it again it's a three and a two but what happens is if you were to cut the stop the program mm-hmm. and restart it and and if the computer program was going to use the exact same seed that it used last time, then it would roll the six and the four again, and it would roll the three and the two again. Oh, it's kind of like if you I've done that where you you go on a mix, sure, and you shuffle, but it keeps shuffling the same, and you're like, wait, what's because that? it's not actually random. It 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 configures it beforehand, and so the computer already knows what's going to come next. And so here's the thing is, and now think about that seed and how it rolled the dice the same way and think about other things happening that the same seed is using or the, the, like, so let's say another part of the casino program is shuffling. It uses that same seed. Well, so everything is going to be in a way affected by the same source. Okay. And almost predictable if you have the amount of brain power to figure out how that six and a four were rolled. And if you had the amount of, if you had the infinite mind, or if you were able to do the, the math good enough, you'd be able to kind of predict what other things are going to happen because you know what the seed is. Well, that's that. I've never read it, but I want to get the Isaac Abramoff oh, yeah, Aber- Foundation. Oh yeah, Isaac Mo. I, I Isaac I, Asimov. Asimov, yeah. yeah. But where he, this guy, it's, it's because he, he's calcul or whatever you told me it's about. It's called it. psychohistory. Yeah, yeah, where he's he's done it to where he's put things into progression that you know a thousand years into the future it'll bear fruit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He predicts what's going to happen. So, anyways, but that is how everything is. So, in a computer program, everything is related. Everything is the same invisible number. So it, it's kind of affecting like, everything. Oh, the, I, okay. Now, now I was like, wait. I was like, what is this? But now the kind of like the source code, like if it's from, like we said, born from the one source code, it's sure. all correspond. It'll all correspond, kind of like that. Exactly. Like if if you know the Big Bang or you know God or whatever is the source code it all all the things emanate from out from that and into it you know kind of like it's all it all corresponds and even if they're completely unrelated things or you think they are even if you think they seem to be completely unrelated being 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 uh affected by the same thing there is commonality in them and you can find similar behaviors yeah if they're completely different things and they're still subject even though they seem like they're outside of like you know the like the way we know things they're still 
under law too. And we see that in our we see that or in reality. We see that in our reality. Yeah. When we look there's like these numbers that people that mathematicians like the like the seashell. Or math magicians, like what's his name he used to call him? Yeah. Remember? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember that. Who was that? Uh he had the beard, he was a Muslim. He had converted. A uh, Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. um you know how a seashell has like the the sw- like the the swirl in it? Mm-hmm. And all seashells have like that same like algorithm to how they're created. Yeah, and we see that in like different things. Yeah, around the world, that's an example. Like we can see this in our reality too. Yeah, like there's like some numbers. Like, like we've gone and find these numbers, and like this number, and and mathematicians can like yeah. And the same thing is in the in the human iris. The same thing is in the dude. I had a French fry that was shaped like the number one. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole basket of them. They were all shaped, shaped like, like the, the one. one, dude. And then I had onion rings right by them, shaped like zeros, mm. ones and zeros, my friend. Computer. <laughs> well, let's get onto the planes because that was okay. yeah a so, rabbit hole right anyway, there. Anyway, no, that the, yeah, okay. So that the 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 thing is the thing that we're trying to do is make sense of the correspondence, and we're doing a lot better job than what is in this chapter because. He got lost. The guy gets lost into this plane thing where he's talking about these different. So, but, talk- but they they are important. So he talks about he uses the word plane in a little bit of a different way than I've ever understood it before. Okay, well, okay. So l- here, let me give you the go for it. the three planes just real quick: the great physical plane, the great mental plane, and the great spiritual plane. Now, how does he use planes? He's like dimension, like exactly. Down. So, like in our like, I only can I I go back to like fantasy and like science fiction. To me, a plane is like a different, a different like sphere of existence. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was thinking. And whenever he explained, it, I was kind of like, what? Like, yeah, but that's not just, he's understanding planes in a different way. And they're not the things that have wings that fly. Correct. Either. They're not that kind of plane either. But um, they are different divisions of the same existence or different level he should different say levels, levels. Of, yeah he should be saying that's levels. what i'm saying that's where where yeah let's just put it in our what we see it as is that the different levels of of existence you know like different levels of the physical plane of the mental existence of the spiritual if let's i just could, use that if i could quote something from the the first book of the corpus hermeticum the poem injuries okay there's a part you in can. the creation story. I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase it because I don't have it in front of me. There's a part in the creation story, and there's a few parts in there where it refers to the downward nature. Oh, yeah. Without reason. Yeah. And what he's referring to is like this very bottom level. That's the physical. Physical. I like that. Natural stuff that and doesn't have reason. That's not intelligent. Yeah. Right? He's referring to like the minerals and the rocks and like the water and stuff, right? The very that's why, very that's basic. That's where the term "dumb as a rock" comes from. Yeah, it is. Actually, I don't know if you knew that. That's the few, we've rock can, can, comes up like rock is so stupid. <laughs> so when I and so basically the great physical plane, and it took me a while to kind of grasp this is in the poem injuries. He's he's mentioning these. He doesn't go around and say the word plane, or he doesn't even say level. But he does a few times say the downward, the downward leaning nature, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's ref- he's basically referring he's basically giving a description of like not only is it nature, but it's like lower level nature. 
Yeah. And that makes more sense when you look at the way this whole like levels and planes here is there's different levels of of awareness and and and, and consciousness. Right. Yeah. Because, well, OK, so, uh, yeah. And that that's the thing. That's why we're here to explain what is not clear. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. That. I mean, or tr we're trying to make sense of it. So the physical plane. Here's we'll just take the physical plane. I wrote a division of phenomena of the universe that includes all that relates to physics, i.e. material things, forces, manifestations, all forms of matter, energy, and force, according to what he said. So just the basic things, things that aren't not the thinking things, I guess. Yeah. But also laws are included in it, right? I guess. Yeah, that's on the list, right? That's on the list. <laughs> um, well, I, I can I see that, right? Yeah, go, yeah. Well, I can see that. That laws are there. They don't have a law. Doesn't have it. It's it's a. It doesn't have like a um, awareness. Yeah, it's just this is what happens. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, man. These notes are are very. Like I said, I got a lot of stuff um well okay so we'll let's, so anyway there's there's the th three the physical plane the mental and the spiritual plane so now there's oh. a should I, should I mention the should i mention the difference between them or should we go do you, you have something else to say first well i was going to say what makes the ver what creates the various planes is vibration that's what i was going to say too oh so damn. that's that's the difference Dude, we're like vibrating yeah on we are on thing. the same we are vibrating on the same Part of the on the same pole is the camera moving right now <laughs> so that's the the only difference between something residing on the physical plane versus something that resides on the mental plane is their vibration according to what okay but the divine the 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 paradox is is the human like even animals you like you have something that's on the physical plane, but also on the on the mental plane. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I guess anyway, I'm not might. saying that's a paradox, but it, I'm saying, but you have some things that are wrapped up, and actually, the, that's the principle of gender too, the, though. That's, that's, the, that's the homandries thing. Yeah, where like you had you had the wrapped up. This that's anyway. what makes that's what is so unique about humans. Yeah, or is the the first man? Man is both physical and mental. Well, or even high can spiritual, because I mean yeah. animals too are are mental. Yeah, it's I don't know where the I don't know how to how to point to something okay. and say I, where. I, I mean, at. actually, this isn't. Um, so, well, I'm just saying this is like some of the things where. So answer this. We're well, okay, so. But we're we're looking at it as that these planes can't they're, that they're re-rising and there's just variations. You can be on variations of all the different, you know, you could be like a very like low on the physical plane, high on the mental plane, and higher on the spiritual plane. Kind of like the the it's not necessarily that you're moving up into one, you know, or whatever. So that is how I understood it actually. I know, me too. But, okay, but but um, no, but no, that's. But I'm saying right now you have 
us living on the physical plane and also on the mental plane. Okay, here's here's what I actually, I, I think I wrote this down. Um, that we human beings are very unique. Be, you know, okay. We are live. we're living in the physical plane and the mental plane. This is a, the standard human yep. condition. Yeah, totally. What, where the humans are unique is the spiritual plane that we can actually move up on the spiritual plane. That's what differentiates, you know, that's how you can escape the physical and the mental you okay. know, or combine. I don't know. Anyway. So to oh. also to, we haven't said this yet. There is apparently, and I'm not sure if we're going to list them all out. But within each of these three oh, planes, yeah, yeah. there are seven sub. Oh yeah, let's not go. There, there are seven minor planes. Okay, and I think what's the only, the real value? I don't know where the the real value in that is not what the minor planes are called to me. It's the it's the knowledge that there is a there's an element of progression in each plane. Yeah. So, but I'm saying, but what I'm saying is that you can be in one state in one. You don't. It doesn't make you. They're different planes of existence. This is where... Why did you use planes, man? Yeah. Mr. Three, initiate? Yeah. Why? He's like, well, we're the three initiates, so why not three planes, man? William Walker. Well, okay. So, anyway, I don't... I, um. Well... You see how confusing this chapter was? Yeah. So I, let me just read some more notes. Maybe we'll get some. Mark's gonna read some more notes. Adam of uh, Adam, the Adam of matter, the unit of force, the mind of man, the being of the archangel. Mm. These are all degrees of the same scale, differing in vibration. We're kind of going back to the vibration thing. Like you're like, whoa, the what? How mm. is that possible? But they're vibrating in a different thing. Matter is slow vibrating energy that make up the physical plane. So that's what matter is. It's just this energy that's slowly vibrating. I mean, I think that's pretty that's irrefutable. Even, yeah, yeah. Or has been is the basic science, you know, understanding is that that's what matter is. It's this vibrating whatever atoms, energy, some some kind of energy, energy, yeah, that makes up this and so that's the thing is that but we're always confusing physical with spiritual maybe they all they all correspond now hmm okay correspond. let me read some more hmm. law of correspondence or principle hmm. interesting what a coincidence but uh okay so so you have the physical plane which is made up of 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 energy vibrating energy Okay, you got the mental plane, which is living things that are have mind, right? Like uh, there's mineral mind. They yeah. they breaks elemental mind. Yeah. Even I guess uh, yeah. plant mind, animal mind, and human mind. So this is the interesting thing because actually we we were we said something different just a minute ago, but now. Okay, so you have mineral mind, elemental mind, plant mind, animal mind, human mind. 
so living beings of the lower degree of development they're of life and mind um molecules atoms okay all the things on these on the what mind uh on the mental plane have loves and hates likes and dislikes attractions and repulsions affinities and non-affinities so this like the mental like for some reason they have they maybe this is just trying to relate it to kind of our human way of thinking about it too but i'm saying like naturally you know different elements have repulsions and attractions and and different things i don't know where this is i'm confused brandon where am i in the mental plane i'm going mental is for sure yeah I think okay. that the easy, the best way to look at it is just there's a there's a progression. Yeah. Which in the in the Pomandries, the book one of the Corpus Hermeticum, that is there is a discussion on on how breaking through the harmony does require breaking through different layers. Yeah, actually breaking through, not you know, because otherwise you're just stuck. Yeah. So there is there is a there is a concept of progression. Mm-hmm. And I think what this chapter is trying to say is that the progression in one plane is some, is can correspond to the progression in another plane, and that we can see them as the same thing. Okay. I don't think it's important to see them as the same thing. I don't think it matters too much for us, at least I, not from what I can tell. But I, I think that that's the point. Is and that's my big take from the chapter is that you start. Like a downward leaning, crude. What's the crude nature? The very crude matter. The crude matter. Thing, yeah. Like the very bottom. Yeah. And through progression and awareness and ma and reason, you can increase and increase. And then what's important we haven't mentioned yet, which might be important to mention too, is in this chapter there's also discussion of when he goes in and talks about the seven different layers of. Human? The spiritual mind. Yeah. That that is in the realm of basically um, angels and gods and so forth. Or at least okay. from what different religions. He's he's using different he's using the 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 uh the terminology or the you know, he's using the terms from from what different religions around the world have used. Yeah. But our understanding of the spiritual realm is uh, at the end, at the very end, is is becoming one with the all. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the goal. That's like an Eastern religion. That's like Nirvana, right? That's in in different Western religions. That's like your salvation. You know, to, you know, it's yeah. eventually breaking through, and, yeah, and, and um, becoming one with the all. Yeah, and that's where humans are are uniquely, at least. And especially as far, but he's he even says that there's beings that are above us. He did, but he's, we can actually become above, or you know, raise ourselves up to. He says even that, he higher. says that humans. He says that humans weren't the first. That was one interesting um, thing that he says to do that. He says regular human mind is not on the highest plane of human mind. So there's like at least three he's talking about higher. four races of human. Yeah. And this kind of reminded, and and then that there's supposed to be seven, you know, seven races of man. Anyway, it was weird. I don't yeah. know if this is some old 
thing. I don't know if this is where the idea that Hitler got with the master race, you know, trying to make this perfect. Anyway. Yeah, it could go back also it, it to like uh, the whole, it could, it could go fifth. back to the, um, like the watchers and they, the, the gods, you know, the, in the, in the mountains and going down and, and the Nephilim, you know, the old like Enoch well, text. Part of it stuff. though, too, reminds me of evolution. Yeah, the different evolutionary theory because I mean, uh, you know, there's uh, who who is the ones the guy with the the big eyebrow no, uh, like Neanderthal Neanderthal man was existent on the same t- at the same time as Homo sapiens. Well, there and there's evidence today. There's evidence that we've that they've mixed. Well, I know, well. but but uh, yeah. Yeah, because there's certain percentage of the population that has a higher percentage of Neanderthal, and yeah, and, that's uh, how I took the um, the uh, the the story, the Enoch story, you know, or the Adam and Eve. Oh yeah, yeah. I took it as you had one type of human that was more advanced. Yeah, it came down. And, and the and... whole point was like, don't go down to the they just call them the daughters of men, mm-hmm. but don't go and mix with that other type of human. And then they eventually did. And they brought their technology with them. Well, if you, if you read, uh, that also in Mesopotamian, um, you know, stuff, myths, there's all that stuff. And where they're en- actually engineering humans. Anyway, it's it, crazy. It, it goes it's like, you're like, it's like you read it and you're like, what? Wait, this is how old is this thing? Like three thousand, you know? Yeah. And and th- th- that's probably where this comes from too. Is these and even in the Greek myths, there was different men that were created and destroyed and created and destroyed, you know. And actually, this race of human being was supposed to be destroyed, but who was it that that saved? Uh, a guy, somebody warned him, you know, kind of like in the Noah story. Yeah, but, exactly. But I'm saying, but there was these different degree and then uh so Manu. the gods were like okay i'm I'm totally destroying you and uh, and all this is where the deluge myths come and all these different things is that one god is like no you know okay hey he's gonna do a flood you know and he puts him in a puts him in a chest or builds an ark or yeah puts him they go into the mountains or up in a mountain or into a hole you know like or and and they're that human whatever the this race of human being that we're in was was saved because one god was like okay i like these guys and so he's saying that there's been a previous a previous um type of human that has been more advanced than us yeah and some people on this are even advancing further, I don't know. Exactly, he doesn't say it in those but anyway, words. But yeah. this is not this is not a racial whatever <laughs> thing. We're not. They were not. We're talking about humankind. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about human race as a whole. Just to let you know. But I like I like the sixth is the Superman. The seventh is the Overman. You know, it's like where do they come up with these terms? Like, how would you know? Anyway, but, so. You know what's funny is I didn't read this. I didn't catch this before, but he does say in here, it says, you will kindly kindly remember, however, however, 
that the three great planes are not actual divisions of the phenomena of the universe, but merely arbitrary terms. And that's, that's yeah. And used so, by Hermetists. Unfortunately, he's using these arbitrary terms and then getting lost in them, and we get lost in them. Yeah, we definitely got lost in them just now. But anyway, okay, so the point, okay, remember, correspondence, correspondence. So the point is that all these things are related. They all correspond. All these, all these planes that they can, they're, they have to, they follow certain rules. They're not, they're not, they're not, they're entitled to, or not entitled. They're, they're bound by laws, even on, even the highest, you know, or as far besides the all or whatever you know, is, is it all emanates from there and there's laws that govern each thing. You can't break them. And this, this is an interesting thing. It says, um, it was kind of using vibration and stuff, you know, but the piano. Oh, I remember that. The black the keys, keys and white keys. Yeah, yeah. The, the black keys and the white keys. Um, it says we're not playing, like currently we're, you and I aren't playing all the keys on the piano. We're playing just with the white keys, you know, mm -hmm. like we're playing Mary had a little lamb, you know, yeah. we're probably playing with just two, two, a finger on each. Yeah. So, and then you can add fingers, you know, to, and make chords, but you can only make so much with just the white keys or, you know, what we have. He says it, but, uh, you can play some with the, only the white keys, but without the black keys, you can't, you know, you can't play at all. Like you, it, they add the, it adds to the, the music. And right now we're not playing with all the keys. That was a good analogy. I don't know. It's yeah. a good analogy. I thought it was cool because you're, you're adding the sharps and the flats because, you know, if you, if you're just taking it out as it is, it's just very like, it doesn't change it, but it adds that drama, you know, or whatever, or the melon or whatever you know the yeah. inter interesting stuff to it yeah but anyway so um well okay so the spiritual plane we are on oh this is where i was like we're on the physical and mental plane but the spiritual plane is one that we we don't dabble a lot in as human beings mm -hmm. this is like the you know we're all on the physical and mental plane yeah but the spiritual plane is one that is kind of an unseen plane that we can't, you know, but is important. So I, 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 I'm using the law of correspondence here to okay, come up with an understanding please. of that. Yes. So this is, this is just one way to look at the it. The principle of correspondence. If there's anything, correct. Oh, thank you. If there's anything that I've learned from all of this is that there's many ways to look at something. Mm -hmm. Okay. And which that in itself is... It, it, and we'll get to that in another another uh, episode probably because we'll get to like rhythm and like gender right yeah but so we have this in the in the pomandries there's this concept dude it all goes back to pomandries man. yeah it all Think about there's this that. concept when he's when pomandries is talking to hermes and he's explaining he's given he gave after after he gave the the vision of the uh the oh, creation by the way this is We've references we references all the time. That comes from the Corpus Hermeticum. It's the first, or the, Hermetica, the first book. The well, yeah, depending on what version you have, but yeah, it's Pomandries or the Shepherd of Men. This one has a uh, discourse of 
Hermes Trismegistus, Pomandries. So if you have Copenhaver or if you have Walter Scott, then it's the first text. I think Mead has it as a second, right? Mead has it as a first also, oh, but it was it's, the other it's guy. Westcott. Yeah. Anyway, but it, so just remember the Shepherd of Men, not the Man Shepherd. What's that other Shepherd one? Of Hermi- Shepherd of Hermes. Shepherd. Oh yeah, yeah. that's don't get it mixed up. That's so, a different. That's a Christian. In that in that text, and we have an, we have a episode that is just on that. So mm-hmm. check that out. Because it was a pretty. I think we did a decent job on that one too. That one's a neat one. Yeah, that one has so much in it that you're just like, like because all the stuff I'm listening to, I'm like, wait, this is all contained in that. Yeah, it's great. It's a great text. And so, and there's this, after he gets the vision of the creation, then he asks. Uh, Pomandries asks Hermes if he understands it. Hermes is like, they have a little bit of like, why are you asking such questions, you know? Yeah. But anyways, one of the things that is brought up is how does one get to, how does one like, for lack of a better term, how does one become saved? Or how does one return to the all, right? And there's this discussion, uh, Pomandries explains that he has to to shed, or was it the right word was he used in, de- in Copenhavers was just to de-energize Activate. or deactivate. But he has these, he he gives seven layers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Seven layers of things that he has to do as a human in order to break through the harmony. Mm-hmm. And so my, in using the law of correspondence, I'm taking, I'm kind of seeing those seven layers as the mental plane and once he breaks through the harmony right mm-hmm. there's this concept in a lot of religions of like the seven heavens yeah once he breaks through the harmony then he might be kind of like for in a video game way to look at it reach he might have reached level the first up. level the first level Final one box. of the spiritual plane mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm and that's how I'm looking at this. In my in my way of looking at it and trying to understand it, I'm seeing that level one of the spiritual plane is after the picture of the, that 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 uh, what's it called the Flammarion engraving that we put we have. Oh yeah, the guy's like he's peeking, peeking through, through the yeah through the what is that the dome or whatever. Yeah, and looking peeks, out, seeing the and then he's seeing the mechanics of the. Like the 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 moon's on a, a rotating yeah. metal thing, and so yeah, he sees like the 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 inner workings of like the universe around him. Yeah, to me, that's like my way of I I interpret that as him breaking through the harmony, and that's like the first, That's when he becomes on the plane of the spiritual plane. Yeah, well, that's I'm saying. And he even tells Tat in one of the later discussions, like I'm I not a Tat. like I'm not human. He's like, dude, you see me? Like, yeah, he does. He's he's like. You're looking at me, you're seeing my physical body. Yeah. He's like, but you don't know what I, you actually don't even know what I am. Yeah. I've, like, I'm, I've, not, I'm what, not human anymore. See, and he does say that. Yeah. And so that's how I look at the whole, like the difference between the different planes. And that's, Hermes is basically saying he's reached, he has a leveled up enough where he's on the spiritual plane. And in Egyptian lore, Thoth does become a god. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's he's the mortal, a mortal that becomes a god. That's at least as far as I understand. And so, like being a god might be like one of the lower levels of the spiritual plane. Yeah, it's a yeah, 
Well, that and that's what they. That's why I was saying, like you, we're all st- we're all stuck in or in the physical and the mental reality. That's our reality, and really, what you can move up in those, you know, like uh, you can move up, you know, in the mental and physical and. I guess. Yeah, you can lift weights, but, get but, up in the fist. Yeah, but but you can only. <laughs> but the thing here's the thing is that our physical reality and you can only do so much as a human being. You can only get so big. You're never going to be as strong as a gorilla. You know, you're never be able to yeah, jump it, as high as a kangaroo. Or I don't know. I think they jump know. pretty high. I'm pretty sure that we. But I'm just saying. <laughs> But as I mean, your physical body can only go so far. Your mind, though, can help you can take you a little further, can can break some thing, you know, can you can fly, you can you can jump higher, yeah. you know, you can go higher, fly, you know, all this stuff. You can go so far that but that's limited too. You can go into space, whatever. But it's the mental part, it's the spiritual plane, mm-hmm. I mean. Yep. That is the one that is that can take you to to worlds beyond your wildest dreams as far wow. as, as as far as they're saying that he's saying the spiritual plane is outside of our current worldview um and the, the spiritual plane you know you have angels archangels gods gods remember when skeletor's like i am a god <laughs> on the he-man movie yeah the matches the universe because it was what's his name rusty or whatever or curly yeah it was it's curly that guy from uh from uh Sli- City what's his Slickers. name jack palance or something yeah he can do one arm push-up he was almost he was a god though like at 70 something he on the one of the award shows he did a one-arm push-up in the did 70s he? he is a god but anyway <laughs> that was a bonus, but, bonus. so the unseen and these un, some of these unseen beings actually according to this help are trying to help humankind to raise up which all makes which is all part of the narrative right yeah it's like these you take you take religious context or mythology after mythology after mythology and yeah you especially when you look at it in the law of correspondence and like you can see this in all of it but like, or most of you can see these similarities in all yeah of them. and uh but even those beings these archangels these gods and stuff they are subject to universal law this is natural law universal law and they are mortal even this is kind of like yeah yeah totally but they're at a low you know their mortality is going a lot slower or you know they and if you look at buddhists and and hindu and stuff they i think they talk about this kind of stuff these um but and they are made in from the mind of the all so they're not above that the highest plane of the spiritual realm is absolute spirit that's whenever you were like this thing where you become one with god or whatever i mean where he i you're I don't know. I don't even know what it, that would even be. I have no clue. Yeah. But that's that's the you know where after that you're not. I don't know what happens, but 
But okay, so spirit is used in the sense of an animating principle and carries the power, living energy, and mystic force. And okay, this is an interesting thing. He says, these things may be used for good as well as evil ends. Mm. Yeah, he does say that. I.e. Satan, fallen angels, Lucifer. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean. Which I, I think that's, I, I don't know if that's, I don't really f- And then he says that that's much, one of the yeah. reasons that these spiritual powers are kept secret. Secret combinations. Well, so, yeah, so they don't want to get, they don't want him to get out because somebody can use them for bad. Yeah. But I mean, as far as sense. I understand, I mean, I, I don't totally agree with that because I think that through understand through mind and mind reason, they people have come figured out how to manipulate people anyway. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like you can get, you can, you know, yeah, pe- ba- people are going to do bad stuff. So whatever. Yeah. You what evils in the world just naturally correct not through like shooting fireballs into yeah. a building or something it's not like that's the thing is that yeah there's not there like these secret things don't have the don't corner the market you know if they get out corner the market and evil how evil stuff is done yeah i mean i don't know no it's a but we so, we're stuck in our we're stuck with our different fairy tales and stuff what makes it and we have a hard time seeing what how regular evil could be but so anyway i mean but but then again if you're gonna talk about angels and whatever then why wouldn't you talk about another side of it yeah and they're really the same thing yeah just different sides of the by law polarity maybe they have different different opinions about just what's different right. vibration but anyway so one of the one of the the ending the way he ends this i thought was good um, because he finally kind of says, Hey, all this stuff that we're going to talk about in the future and these future chapters are all court correspondence. And he kind of says how they are. Yeah. I'm talking about, talking about the ebb and the flow and the, well, he, yeah, here, which one, if you want to, cause I've been reading a lot, like, see, I have them kind of numbered. Oh, so yeah. So it's like, uh, all seven principles are in full operation on all of the planes. Seven. But number seven always comes around, doesn't it? They like seven. Yeah, they like seven. Lucky sevens. The principle of mental substance, of course, applies to all the planes. For all are held in the mind of the all. So there you go. There's That's, that's the correspondence. The principle of correspondence oh. manifests in all, for there is a correspondence, harmony, and agreement between the several planes. The principle of vibration manifests on all planes. In fact, the very differences that go to make the planes arise from vibration, as we have explained. The principle of polarity manifests on each plane, the extremes of the poles being apparently opposite and contradictory. So there, he's, he's just like, hey, these cold. are all on the plane. This, yeah. is all, this is how they all correspond. The principle of rhythm manifests in each plane. The movement of the phenomena having its ebb and flow, rise and flow, incoming and outgoing. The principle of cause and effect 
manifests on each plane, every effect having its cause and every cause having its effect. <laughs> it's funny he's just kind Reverses of like saying... everything. Yeah. <laughs> the principle of gender manifests on each plane. Each gender having its... The, no. <laughs> the creative energy being always manifest and operating along the lines of its masculine and feminine aspects. So we kind of... I, I thought at the end, finally, he kind of put a little bow on it. It was like, hey, these are all correspond because... They're manifest in all the planes. That's what he meant by correspondence. Is that all these principles are on all the planes, and that's why he went through the planes. And so every, this chapter was he's a, like he's like tattoo. The plane, boss. <laughs> the planes. What was that show called? Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. <laughs> so this chapter wasn't on correspondence. Mm -mm. It was using correspondence. It was using... Talking about the planes of existence. The planes. Or the planes of... Yeah. It was just merely using correspondence Yeah, which to was understand. weird because I was like... Because he used the thing as above, so below. As below, so above. So you thought he would... Yeah. But he, he kind of... This is one where I don't think he was super clear. No. About what he was talking about. And... But there's 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 some good stuff in there so yeah anyway hopefully this may make some sense um yeah, there's a good chance that um i think there I, there's always something in there that's like oh well because we we sometimes it was like wait actually we're fine oh wait this doesn't seem to work out yeah so uh okay um well, that's that's it for the the law of correspond or the principle of correspondence. Um, Other than the fact that we will f everything from here out will will include correspondence. In no, it. that's it for it. We will not ever say correspondence, <laughs> even though he told us, yeah, like they're all correspondence. But they're and they're all everything. Everything's everything. Like, yeah, like, like 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 you said a, a couple a while ago. Yeah. You're like, dude, they're all. It's all the same thing. Yeah, when, it's, it's like, funny when you read like, like wait, gender. These, these sounds these sounds similar, but they're different. The principle of gender is like masculine and feminine. Is like, yeah, that's polarity, right? But different, yeah. You know, or I think I th yeah, I think it's just it's a, it, the the that's reason vibration. That's, that, that's all. That's all the that the, these ideas are cool is you know, and they're a little different. They're different enough that. Um, to make you think deep, deeper. Yeah, there are different vibrations of the same. Yeah, concept. Yeah, you could use this anyway, and that's what we're going to be talking about next: is the principle of of vibration. Yeah. So we'll end this one, right? Yeah, let's do let's do a separate episode for vibration. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure we've gone. What time is it? You playing, boss? Yeah. We're a good hour into it right now. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll do vibration because I got a lot, I got a lot of notes here. Too. Okay, cool. Hey, so, thanks for. Oh, thanks. but actually, a bunch of these notes are on Garfield. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the Garfield uh, uh, piece there. That's that probably Mark the best. Presented. Garfield's gonna they're gonna make a big comeback. Yeah, hopefully you didn't. Get, hopefully you didn't like drop off during my computer software and mm. seed part. No, that was good. Because um, I, at first I was like, wait, where is he going with this? And then going? I was like, oh, yeah. 
I forgot what, what the connection was. I'm going to have to listen to it again. That's one of the things I like to do, though, by the way, is whenever we listen to our the thing, I think it. I'm like, oh, wait, that was said? Oh, that's cool. You know, because sometimes when we're in a conversation, we're kind of. Yeah. And, but whenever you get a chance to actually sit back and listen to it, you know, you can. Oh, wait. Oh, that was a good point. And or sometimes, oh, actually, you made a good point, you know, like <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I even surprise myself. OK, let's but end. Brandon always blows my mind, man. <laughs> well, I, I I didn't say something very. I didn't say something that probably would have been a lot more. You know, we'll have to, I'll talk about it later. OK. In another episode I'll mention because uh, I wanted to bring in the whole like pseudo randomness and like the whole tarot card stuff. Ooh. And how like the same thing. Anyways, we won't go there. Um, but yeah, check us out for the next episode. It's going to be on vibration. And uh, let us know if you have any questions about some of the things that we might have talked about. And maybe if we weren't clear on something, maybe we can go back on it a little bit. and Maybe. Perhaps. Or not. Yeah, if you're one of the I'm... epic people from Kentucky, we might do it. Or Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> big real quick. I mean, I know we got some people from all over but you know pennsylvania in particular who's been you know leaving some comments and stuff but i don't know what's going on in kentucky but they're doing something right because they're they were getting all our views from them so thank anyway yeah. not all of them but i'm just saying yeah. shout out yeah australia norway um wasn't there like a, oh nepal unless someone's using a vpn and which, listening to our which stuff a lot of people, vpn yeah. so we'll see which but, is fine um, but but or everybody's using their VPN for Kentucky. <laughs> anyway, right. shout out. Yeah, thanks a lot. All we'll right. talk to you next time. Okay. Yeah, that's one of the things I was gonna I wanted to mention is like the whole like you know the the same invisible factor that allows the tarot cards to be put down. See if something's the same thing that's affecting my life, right, and affecting your life also affects the order that the tarot cards get put down. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes that's how these mystical things work. Is like, or like a, an old, like an old, like witch doctor would roll bones. Yeah. And they go, whoa, how did they do that? Because the same invisible factor that we can't see that affects everything. Not only, it also affected the rolling of the bones. Yeah. And it affected the order of the cards coming down. And it affects, every, you know, so, and it's the, the same thing, same, same analogy as the whole, like, computer rolling the dice like well i was gonna say whenever you're talking about i was like yeah if if you go to a casino it's so unrandom that they have they have it calculated to where they by mandated by state government or tribal law whatever that the these are the payouts they need to make this is the percentage of wins that need to happen so it's not random at all because they're they have to cap they have to have it hit at a certain percentage. Oh yeah, 
even state lottery like you're actually state lotteries they're not it's not random it's they're printed in order you know with a, per, a certain percentage so most people are going to lose but a certain percentage has to win by law oh yeah see exactly so yeah there's randomness no- man that's the thing is um once that's one of the things that the Kabbalion or like hermetic randomness is something that I've been talking to a lot about my kids about lately. Because if I, I go back if I if I was young, right? And if I was if I was taught when I was young that there's no such thing as random, mm-hmm. then I I think my whole life I could have looked at my entire life differently. Because I would know that when things happen, that they're happening for a reason, or else, you know what I'm saying, that it wasn't a random event. And to some point, people, well, it could be, it could be good, it could be, yeah, it can go either direction. Yeah, but we're, we're we don't understand the. So you you're you're familiar with like the butterfly effect, right? Have you ever heard of the flutterby? The flutterby effect. It's this little. It's this little. He's a little Pegasus, but he's got like his wings are. Is this book I used to read when I was a kid? He was little and he oh, got flowers. His name was Flutterby. We just got some bonus on the.